0: Everybody out there to divorce devil episode twenty. This is our first podcast in 2018, and I have Steve on the mic from uh, divorce recovery workshop. That's right. Uh, He's also divorced. That's why he's on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So say hi, Steve.
1: Hello to all you people out there on the uh, podcast (laughs) bus. Bus. No, no, not.
0: Oh, this is going to be interesting. So, how long? So, how long have you been divorced, Steve?
1: I've been divorced uh, seven years.
0: Can we go with some general attributes of your divorce? Not get too specific. Uh,
1: I was twenty nine years of marriage, and uh, it was wonderful up until the last maybe five years, and where uh, she changed, I stayed the same. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> and uh, and she uh, disappeared one day, so with a note.
0: A note, the infamous
1: note. Yeah. Four girls raised and, uh, it was mostly good. Yeah. So did you get custody of the girls? <clears throat> no, uh, they were old enough to, that she waited until they okay. were out of school and in college and one of them was married. But, uh, so I'd, we didn't need to go through that, fortunately.
0: Mm. So has a karma factor come around yet? Maybe the what? The karma factor. You know, that karma thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know that karma thing that you that you don't actually want, but you oh, wait for.
1: I don't know. I mean, there were there was a time where she broke her ankle really badly, and I said, "I think your people call that karma."
0: <laughs> oh, a broken ankle!
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was pretty bad because she's a runner. She's a marathon runner.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go, trip her. Uh, let's talk about warning signs.
1: Yeah, there were um, toward the end. There were some warning signs that. Uh, she, like I said, she changed. It was, um, we were very religious going to church and all, and she studied a lot of um, um, theology and uh, apologetics, and um, when it just seemed suddenly that she was like, nah, I don't believe this anymore, and uh, it was big for me, because to me, that's one of the main thing in life. <laughs> so,
0: switch on, switch off.
1: Yeah, and she had gone through a lot of mental issues throughout the years, I mean, uh, since we... I, I knew about it before I married her, but, uh, that was the warning signs throughout the whole time and it got worse toward the end. Wow.
0: What are some of the, um, tidbits you could tell our listeners out there? Ones that are anticipating and or contemplating a divorce. Uh, let's talk about the pre stage. You know, there's pre, during and after stage. What, what kind of things can they do to protect themselves and get ready for in the pre
1: stage? In the pre stage, if you're, um, if you care about the marriage and you want to keep it going, uh, which I would suggest, yeah, do whatever you can to do that, um, there's communication because that's the first thing that goes, it seems like. And and if you have to find some counseling, go through counseling with them and uh, family counseling, marriage counseling, that it, it can help.
0: My sentiments exactly. I always tell people, make sure this is what you want because the dark side is not pretty. Right. Yeah, it's pretty in the end, but when you're going through it, it's, it's real pretty now. <laughs> yeah. But when you're going through it, man, it's a pain in the I agree. ass. I agree. Yeah. So that yeah, that communication thing uh, is is huge, and that's one of the biggest causes of divorce, I think, is communication.
1: Right, right.
0: Or or lack thereof. So what about the during stage? When you're in the grips of it, and uh, I always tell listeners to stay above board, you know, don't try – don't get vindictive, because it'll come back and bite you in the butt.
1: Oh, and yeah. that's uh, it's tough not to do. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, you, it's, yeah. That's the stage where you're starting to see all the bad, the horrible things about the your partner all these years. And you start thinking back, saying, oh, man, I should have seen that. I come in, I should have seen that.
0: <laughs> that's what people get killed, man. That's that, That's the killing stage where
1: yeah, people die. Yeah, and um, in other countries, I guess that's uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It should be okay she, in this she, country. She needs a whole lot. Judge here, <laughs> judge. Excuse me, judge. Can I kill her? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> this is this is my favorite country. I love this country.
1: <laughs> yes, me too.
0: Yeah, but yeah, going through it, it, there's so many emotions, and and you know, it's almost like you can't be hampered or taken over by those emotions because you start making dumb decisions.
1: Oh, exactly. Yeah, you. you it's like you're a whole different person. Yeah. I found myself talking to. People, strangers, in the grocery store.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, nice Apples, yeah, we're going through a divorce. Come here for a second, I want to talk to you. At the checkout.
1: How you doing? Well, I'm okay, but my...
0: (laughs) But I'm in the the throes of uh, discovery, and uh, yes, can you help me?
1: Uh, Okay, that'll be... (laughs)
0: 1595, did you put your Safeway uh, phone number in? No, listen to me. (laughs) Listen
1: to my... Oh man! Yeah, it's yeah. Strangers, uh, old friends, everybody just just, start, just starts pouring out, and then afterwards, like, man, why did I do that? What I know people
0: that that have gotten restraining orders. I mean, I, they've gone like people yeah. that are really cool and calm, uh, almost as cool and calm as myself, come out with restraining orders, and and some of that stuff haunts you forever.
1: Yeah, it can forever, uh, ever ever uh, restraining order texting in the middle of the night to your ex right now, and like. I said something once. I said, I, I'd love to meet this guy in, a, in an alley sometime. What are you hey. going to do? Shake his hand? <laughs> Thank you. Am I going to have to get a restraining order on you? <laughs> You're like, errr. <"Urgh." laughs> well, no, because
0: you threaten the guy, not her. Right. So, yeah. So, how can she get a restraining order against you if you threaten the guy?
1: Well, I guess maybe he can. He can. She would, she yeah. would tell him to. because yeah. She's, she's yeah. the boss.
0: Yeah. Mm. And has it working out for? But anyway, let's not go there.
1: Yeah. After
0: divorce, let's talk about that. So that's how we met at uh first press divorce recovery workshop. And you were a participant and I was a participant. Well, I was a facilitator by then, but we've both been facilitators. And I tell people that even when I facilitate, I always learn something the time I facilitate.
1: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. In fact, I think um I you applied for being a facilitator or something like that. And I had to approve your. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't I think said, yeah, so, buddy. Guy, <laughs> I was a, I was a facilitator when you were still in diapers.
1: Okay. <laughs> so it was Yeah. I think yeah, I went through this and, um, and it was in my church. Cause I go to that church and, uh, at first press Colorado Springs. Oh, I didn't uh, know. Oh, yeah. I've been there. For Shout out for first press many whoop, years. Whoop. <laughs> and, uh, I known that they had that class, and a friend of mine was—he uh, had just
0: recently gone through a divorce. He and also you never thought you'd take it, you know? No, you never had that never foresight thought. that you thought, would take this class. That's good that they have that, you know, Yeah. that's—that's uh, that's not for, for me. Those guys. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Those. But um, yeah, it, so I said it was pretty soon after we weren't even divorced yet. We were just she was we were separated. She was already living with the guy, but um, and I said I, I need to try this. So
0: my divorce was final uh, right in the middle of my divorce recovery workshop like week four
1: wow and okay. it,
0: it was like poignant because it was march 1st mm-hmm. and i think it's over that was when it was held in the end of january
1: yeah i think they did it a couple of times a year and
0: uh i'll never forget it it was like done that because it was on tuesday back then and it was done that tuesday and i went i was like numb it was like oh happy day Then it's like okay cry oh happy day
1: oh, cry yeah. the so roller like, coaster
0: was, oh yeah Back and forth. By now, I'm healed. Be healed. Someone is touch me, touch me, push me on. Gone push. through the healing. Yeah, th- there you go. It's almost like you're part of a club. Yeah, yeah. Because you hang out with divorced the, people. Yeah, my- you party with divorced people. You know, we hang out. You you help divorced people move. Right. Uh, you go eat their big sub sandwiches. <laughs> their you what? Go sandwich? Super Bowl par- sub sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Uh, you go to Super Bowl parties with divorced people go hiking with divorced people H- yeah
1: hang out and, you know, what are you doing this weekend Oh, well, my it, divorce
0: it, divorced friends
1: and um some of the people that were in my class I still hang out with hmm. and uh, the facilitator I hang out with one of them the other one unfortunately he died of cancer um that was Cal good old Cal I
0: remember Cal shout out to Cal yeah the post-divorce thing is very interesting and like you said you know you never have that foresight that's saying that man I'm going to be divorced one day because you have no clue and sometimes it hits you fast.
1: No, it was uh, never in the back of my mind. Um, in fact, we were one of those couples that everybody looked at and saw as, wow, this is the example of a marriage. This is what a marriage is supposed to look like. And uh, we did a lot of even counseling for um Did you counsel couples, other people? Counseled other people and gave them advice uh-huh. and told them about our story and how what a wonderful story it was. and <laughs> Until- How we met and where we've been and what we've done and the way we raised our kids. Now they drive me crazy. We were talking
0: earlier <laughs> yeah. about counseling and how some people don't accept counseling. You know, yeah. either either it's 100% or 0%. And uh, we went to a counselor years before we got divorced because we were having problems like every couple does because it's not a cakewalk. Right. Um, and this lady was really, really mean to me. The was, counselor? Yes. She was a man hater. <laughs> so uh, she was referred by another couple so I called the guy and I said, "Dude, is this lady kind of mean sometimes?" He go, "Man, she's a man-hater." Oh. I was
1: I mean, like, why, he did you, her? "Why did your
0: wife recommend this chick to us?" <laughs> Seriously? So I finally I said, "Hey, look, we got to go." "Oh, yeah, I could do nothing right. Everything I did was my fault."
1: How many how often did you go or how many times? Oh, uh, we went uh,
0: probably 5, 6 times over the course hmm. of 6 months, about once a month. And it just went, I mean, I was like failing. Like 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 I was in remedial counseling. <laughs>
1: That's yeah. Most counseling I've gone to, the the a therapist won't say much of anything. They yeah. just let you talk and like, oh, what am I supposed to say?
0: But you got to remember, counselors are people too. Yeah. Kind of like the pastors, dentists. Yeah,
1: they're people. They're oh, people. What a what a so. so <laughs> My ex is a counselor. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's, that's, that's like what having, I say. That's, that's like having a dentist with dentures. <laughs> 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 it could happen. Uh, shout out to all dentists out there with dentures. Yes. yes. <laughs> or even fillings. <laughs>
1: Seriously? <laughs> she's a counselor? Well, uh, yeah. That's what her, her degree is in. She's, uh, yeah, she's a counselor. Counselors of licensed. people, too. Hello. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> See? Just goes to show you. Yep. No one is immune and, well, to craziness.
1: Yeah. That's why you had me questioning people okay <laughs> <laughs> i love people
0: oh so what what kind of advice can you give to people okay so they've been through the pre they're in the middle of it they got to the post so i suggest that people find some type of post-divorce recovery class or yes. counselor or something but find other people in your niche called a niche Find other people going through the same thing that you go through because you figure out that your story is, is not unique. Right. And it's not that bad compared to, because there's some horrible stories out there. And
1: that's big to, to find out that you are not the only one that has gone through that same thing. And then other people, like you said, have had it a lot worse than you. Or, oh, man. And, uh,
0: I remember some stories, like I shake my head, it's like, man, mine was a like cakewalk. Yeah. You know, people talk about, uh, restraining orders and moving out in, in the middle of the night. And uh, going through divorce for three years
1: Like, man, that's wow. forever Yeah, um, yeah, hearing stories like where their husband They're divorced, but their husband is still living there what?
0: Well, <laughs> due to our economy, that happens a lot
1: Wow Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Yeah,
0: I've seen that quite a few times Yeah Yeah, where they don't move out, they kind of live on different floors Right So when you bring somebody home, what happens? Yeah. You gotta be quiet? <laughs>
1: It was a mouse? Oh, <laughs> was that you making it? that noise? <laughs> <laughs> that was your phone ring. Oh yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. That's my phone. That's <laughs> that's my new ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they. um n- Not only hearing other stories and and seeing where you stand, but just getting to know yourself in those uh, times. Oh, definitely. You get to see. Wow, I I could have done this differently. And I'm this person. And so you know, for the next time, if there is a next time, if you start looking for something on your next stage.
0: It's almost like you figure out what you don't want. Yeah, what yeah. you
1: don't want yeah. and uh, and what you don't want to be and what you want to fix on yourself. But,
0: you know, we are, we're drawn to that same person over again, though. Seriously. Why is that? Yeah. I don't know, man. We need to do a podcast on that, too. Yeah. But we we are drawn right, kind of like a moth to a flame. Yes. It is.
1: A moth it to is. a flame. It
0: is. Yeah. How many people out there get drawn back to someone like your ex?
1: Yes, moth to that you zapper.
0: Know, I date a couple of women... Over the past year or two, couple of years that were just as bossy as my ex. Yeah. And my staff, like, they're like, what are you doing? I said,
1: oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, I wonder, is it them that you're drawn to, or is it um, their response to the way you are, that they become that way?
0: They don't become that way. Come on, mm. Steve. They're already that way.
1: Yeah. I wonder if we allow them to be that way. Mm. Um it's like, because I'm, I'm quiet, and uh, so they... Actually, I'm not that quiet. <laughs> that, look, my last one that I dated, she would not talk or anything, but...
0: <laughs> that was a good thing. You should have enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, I did, actually. <laughs> I, I said, you know how... I really enjoy the way you don't just talk and talk, and I have to pretend like I'm listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, man, just, just shake your head. Yes, honey. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think that there's like a double-edged sword there, because... My ex was bossy, and my mom is bossy, so okay. I'm surrounded by same level. Your mom, yes. So it might be a mom thing. You see my huh?
1: eyes light up when you said you're a mom.
0: Yeah, <laughs> my my mom is bossy. People out there know my mom is bossy. Okay, I'm not telling anything new. If you take Medea, Mister T, and, and a little bit of Geraldine, shake it up, multiply wow. it times ten. That's my mom. Mm. Bang. So I'm drawn to people like my mom and my ex. Okay,
1: but yeah. no more. I'm thinking about my mom now too. Yeah, she was the she was the head of the house. Yeah, my dad and uh, I, I used to get mad at my dad and say, "Dad, why do you let her talk to you like that? Why do you? Why don't you stand up and say what you think? Because I know you don't think that." And he goes, "Hey, it's not worth it." And He says, "You got to pick your fights." I don't.
0: Yeah. And they've been married for how long?
1: Oh, let's see. They've probably been married for sixty.
0: See, that's 60 the key. Plus see, your dad gave you the key of staying, staying married. Pick your fights. Yep. Everything can't be a fight, but when you pick one, you gotta crush it. Oh, they gotta be crushed. You gotta win. You gotta win by no <laughs> by by any means necessary. Okay. By kick, scratch. You gotta win. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't. But know. that's far and few between.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, maybe that was the problem. We never fought. You know, I mean, I was just, wow. Yeah, never argued.
0: We fought all the time about stupid stuff too. Stupid stuff. That's. <laughs> That's st- why I've learned over the years not to fight about stupid stuff. Well,
1: that's all part of communication. If you just keep yep. it in, don't say anything, they never know.
0: I'm way better than I used to be. When I first got divorced, I was an angry dude. Matter of fact, that's, oh. that was one of the reasons why I went to divorce recovery. But I've come such a long way home, huh, home, my you friends. You have. Yes.
1: Man, I yes. would never have known that you weren't angry. You're such a teddy bear. Dude, lover. I was,
0: I was angry. <laughs> oh, you just don't know. Ugh. I used to pull teeth with my bare hands. Oh <laughs> no anesthetic. No. I was an angry man. <laughs> I didn't care. Shut up, hold still. Oh, you pull teeth? Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> hold still. That's mean. That's that's a little bit that's of communication.
1: Angry. Yeah. Angry. But it helped, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Therapy. <laughs> Definitely. Therapy. Pulling teeth with no anesthetic is no, therapy.
1: I I am one of those people that it just doesn't work with me. I'm yeah,
0: a, but you're a, you're a you're a kind of a cool dude. So do you get angry? Angry? You know, when you get angry, do you the like,
1: other things like, I don't. Like, boom. I I get angry for maybe like uh, five seconds at a time, and then I'm what? Good.
0: <laughs> they, gotta, they gotta let it out, man. You gotta beat somebody up. You gotta crush somebody. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've done that too, but that was sparring. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Here, honey, here, put these gloves, gloves on. on. <laughs> here, hats. honey, you don't you don't say much. So, put these gloves on for a second. <laughs> Pow! Straight to the moon, Alice. <laughs> you get a ticket for that, right? Oh, uh, uh-uh. uh. So, did you have a village here in town? You know, villagers, friends.
1: You know, we when you're going through your struggles of, of divorce. No, I didn't. That was um, something I've never really had a, a life until days. after divorce recovery, right? Um that's one thing she said about me also. You don't have any friends. You don't have any. I'm your only friend. I said, yeah. Or, and that was okay. And I actually, every once in a while, I'd uh, meet somebody and we'd start hanging out hanging out with. And then she would take over and they would be her friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so you bring the friend into the fold and she'd take him as her own. Yeah. Like, okay. Thank you. But that's interesting how you had no friends. Now you have a ton of friends. And yeah. some good friends.
1: Right. Some friends that really hang out they with you stuff. and we've gone and,
0: places. And they prevent you from having a girlfriend. Oh, yes. is that true? Yes. I wonder about it. Obviously. That... Sometimes you're Frank and girlfriend block. Yeah. That's... Shout out there to Barb and Sue. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Barb and Sue. And Lori. <laughs> and Lori. And I hope I didn't miss anybody, here. Huh?
0: girlfriend blocking <laughs> Steve.
1: Yeah, that was uh my last r- relationship I ended. Um she mentioned that you, you just do things with those curls
0: <laughs> like i said she had really big issues of uh insecurity yeah yeah i knew that uh, so closing here what do you want to tell our listeners about divorce
1: and you, there is life after divorce um some people find it a lot sooner than others don't um don't worry if it's been years since you've been able to um find anyone in a relationship a loving relationship somebody that you think wow this is this can be the one um it may take a few (laughs) and
0: uh oh you mean the uh like the rebounds
1: the rebounds yeah yeah Yeah, you, you have to rebound and then uh you learn from each one
0: did you did I ever tell you about my theory about rebounds
1: um, I think I've heard it on one of your podcasts, but I kind of fast-forwarded through uh, the, that. The
0: first, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> the the first one, you know, deep in your heart is going to go bad. Okay. Even if you love this woman, and if you know or guy, and if you know she's a perfect person for you, the first one's going to go bad. Yeah. Horribly wrong. But you just got to get through it. You're right. You know, it's kind of like training wheels. It's
1: Even if it's in the back of your mind, you're thinking, yeah. oh, this could be the this one. This is the one. But, but in the back of your mind, you know. Because
0: you're not thinking right. Because mm-hmm. you miss the camaraderie. You know, you miss the closeness. And depending on your love language. Ooh, that's a deep one there.
1: What is your mm-hmm. love language? Um, I I didn't read that book. Oh,
0: okay. I'm going to give <laughs> you that book here soon. So, um Gary Chapman wrote this book called The Five Love Languages. Mm-hmm. And we receive or give love one of five ways. Acts of service, uh, you like people doing things for you or doing things for others. Gifts—that's self-explanatory. Gifts. Quality time, hanging out with somebody, physical touch, huh? T- you know, holding yeah. hands or words affirmation. Oh. oh, you look great today. You're such a great person. I'm an act of service guy. Okay. You know, if you're cleaning my bathroom, I'm in love. That's it. Like, pff, man, I mean, I mean, those are the only ones. Park. Are there more? Um. Pay my rent. No, rub I mean my no, back. the
1: love languages.
0: <laughs> pay my rent. Love my. <laughs> um, those are the basic five. Oh, okay. Yeah, and everything kind of streams for that.
1: I was waiting to hear mine. So think. you're
0: still waiting for it? I think pay my rent. I yeah.
1: have a gift of abuse. Tickle.
0: No, <laughs> tickle my belly button. Yes, you can be a variation of one of those five. But like I said, I'm a active service guy. If you like, you cut my grass, vacuum my floor. That's my love language. And what usually happens is your, your love language in most times is something that you didn't have when you were married.
1: Okay. Mm.
0: Cause that was lacking in my marriage being taken care of. Wow. That's okay. To so my next one. Yeah. I won't speak English. What? I won't speak English. You won't speak English. She won't speak oh, English. Oh, she won't. Yeah. <laughs> Never meet my staff. Or friends. Wow. And she'll be tied between the bathroom, bedroom, and kitchen.
1: That's beautiful. <laughs> no, no, no. He's kidding, by the way. I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: Castaway.
1: <Yeah.
0: laughs> <laughs> Can I meet your staff, No.
1: Wow.
0: No. No, I'm That's kidding.
1: It's a different part of your life. I'm kidding. Of but,
0: course. you know, there's love out there for everybody. And I used to think do you ever wonder if, if you could do it again?
1: Wonder if I could do what again? Get married again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could. I I think I could. Um, I don't have a problem with that. In fact, that's what I would ultimately hope for. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like no reservation at all. Hey, let's get married.
1: Well, oh uh, boy, we you got a lover, really.
0: yeah, that that stuff too, right? You got a lover, yes, like her. that exactly kind of helps. All those things, yeah, yeah. love, like cherish and, and, you're cherish not and find obey.
1: You are not going to find all those that list that you cherish
0: had and obey. Cherish. Oh, oh, that's another. Oh, oh, let's talk about the list. Yeah, let's talk about expectations of that list.
1: Yeah, sometimes the list because you are not gonna, yeah.
0: Sometimes you can't check every item in that list.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, how much? How what? Uh, priority do you put on each of those things on your list? Are you willing to...
0: And how many of those priorities are deal-breakers?
1: Exactly. Deal-breakers. What's a deal-breaker for you? Um, Bald. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And hairy.
0: (coughs) Two extremes. Something in the middle, huh? Wow. I can always count on you, Steve. Wow. my major deal breaker is smoking.
1: Yeah, that, that is after one sex. Of
0: those, mm-hmm. No, no smoking at all.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. On my profile, I was like no, 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 no smoking.
0: Do you yeah. put down too too hairy or not bald?
1: They, I couldn't find that on the list, I would, and you couldn't add to their their options. Wasn't that first Star Trek movie? Uh, the the <laughs> girl was to bald. Star
0: Trek. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, she I was guess they can be beautiful and, and she was good looking Yeah, you're yeah right. So you're kind of You're kind of pigeonholing yourself Into the non-bald <laughs> people That's That is
1: That is so prejudiced Well it's not So a, prejudicial I, I, Maybe it's not a deal breaker Okay
0: So what's another deal breaker Besides bald I mean besides smoking?
1: Yeah well uh, Like I said earlier But they need to be a woman of faith Okay So And not just any faith <laughs> <laughs> Christian <laughs>
0: It's always nice to hone in on those subjects beforehand. <laughs> right. I have faith. I have faith I'm going to kill you one day. No, no, honey. Dude, that's not going to work for no, me.
1: No, not that, no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of deal breakers. Uh, so I'm, 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 I, I'm a pretty open guy.
0: Mm. Yeah. Obviously. And a
1: lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. As you can see, folks, he's, he's quite the smart ass, but he is a lot of fun oh man so we want to thank everybody for listening today and we're going to invite Steve back for another but we're going to do one more before he goes on raising canes on kids before right. you goes so everybody out there have a nice day and we'll talk to you later bye bye